It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Heard the call to build your small business? Make it happen with a .NET domain name, the place for dreamers for 30 years and counting. Visit keepdreamingup.net for tips and advice. Whether you're just getting started or looking to grow, that's keepdreamingup.net. You are Locked On Rams, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Rams. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, another edition of Locked On Rams. Thanks for checking us out. Of course, you can hear me do Travis Rogers, Locked On Rams right here each and every day. Make sure that you sign up for a subscription along the way. You can go to iTunes. You can do it a million different ways. You guys know how to do that. And Thank you very much for making this podcast and this podcast network one of the fastest growing podcast networks in the entire country. That is a true statement of fact, and I appreciate it. Everybody on the Lockdown Network appreciates it as well. Of course, I also do the Rams pre- and post-game show on ESPN LA 710, 100.3 The Sound, so more Rams talk there as well. So let's start with this, and this podcast is presumably a pro-Rams podcast, and I think that I, 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 I'd I like it to be true. Um the fact of the matter is that it is very difficult to be positive when this team is as bad as it is. They won yesterday, 9-6. to six. And I say this as a Rams fan. I say this as someone who wants them to win, and they did. That was the worst football game I've ever seen in my life. It truly was three hours that could have been spent doing literally anything else and it would have been more enjoyable. They are a hideously bad offensive team, a pretty good defensive team, playing against a hideously bad offensive team in the New York Jets, and an average defensive team in the New York Jets. It was about, I mean, you have good defenses going up against bad offenses, which means no one's going to score. Guess what happened yesterday? Nobody scored. 9-6. to six. The Rams, okay, for the second time this season, okay, they've played nine games. For the second time in nine games, the Rams have won a game where they didn't score a touchdown. I'm going to say that again. The Rams won for the second time this season where they didn't score a touchdown. Do you know how good your defense has to be to do that? And they did. They've beaten Seattle earlier in the year, who, by the way, is a really good team. They went into New England last night and won that game. They beat Seattle in the Coliseum 9-6. to They won yesterday on the road in the NFL against another NFL team, presumably, I guess, in the Jets. 9-6. to They beat the Seahawks 9-3. to I said that wrong. 9-6. to And it was much worse than you think it was. It wasn't a matter of this just missed or this didn't connect neither team ever really had a chance to do anything the Rams had a first and goal from the one yard line and I think every Rams fan in Los Angeles knew that they weren't going to score a touchdown it's just a matter of fact it was just going to happen the the Rams offense is truly terrible now what's interesting about all of this is that Jeff Fisher the head coach of the Rams refuses to acknowledge that at least a portion of that problem is the quarterback playing Case Keenum. Okay, here's what's happened during this. The team put up 10 points against the New York Giants. You know what Jeff Fisher said after that? Jeff Fisher, after the game in 
London, where they played the Giants, and they scored 10 points. They lost 17-10. to 10. They went the second, third, and fourth quarters without putting any points on the board. You know what he said? Quarterback is not the reason we lost. That's a quote. Now, his quarterback threw four interceptions. The team only scored 10 points. Three of those points came as the result of a short field because of a turnover. Jeff Fisher's response was, quarterback is not the reason we lost. Okay. So last week, they also put up 10 points in a loss to the Carolina Panthers. Do you know what the head coach, Jeff Fisher, said about that? I would submit that Case was not the reason we lost this game today. So in two games, his team scored 20 points total, and in neither of those games was the quarterback responsible for them scoring 20 points. Yesterday, they scored nine points. They actually got worse offensive yesterday. Okay? Nine points yesterday. Jeff Fisher, the head coach of the team, quote, I don't believe it's the quarterback play. Okay. Todd Gurley has been terrible. The offensive line is very mediocre. Their playmakers have been non-existent to infrequent. Brian Quick, I shouldn't say Brian Quick, Kenny Britt is the one guy on this team that has been moderately effective as a wide receiver. In fact, you know what, I'm going to go a step further. Kenny Britt's having a good year. Kenny Britt is having a good year. He might even be having a great year if he had somebody who can get them the ball. Tavon Austin, you know how I feel about Tavon Austin. Not a fan. Brian Quick, eh, whatever. The rest of the guys they got out there, whether it's Farrell Cooper, Tyler Higby, whoever else, Bradley Marquez, whoever they're running out there, Michael Thomas, doesn't matter. They're all meh. But Jeff Fisher's entire thing is quarterback is not the reason we lost. I would submit the case was not the reason we lost this game, and I don't believe it's the quarterback play. So the quarterback has nothing to do with it. The reason that the Patriots win those Super Bowls has nothing to do with Tom Brady. The reason that the Steelers are good every year has nothing to do with Ben Roethlisberger. The reason that it always seems that the Packers are in the mix this year notwithstanding is nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers. None of this matters. The quarterback doesn't matter at all. You can just put anyone out there. Look, I, I, I get it. He's a guy that's conservative by nature. He's a guy that thinks that rookies are better off not playing. I'm, okay. You can't convince me. You can't convince me that this team would be worse off with you because you can't be worse than zero. And that's basically what they're getting from the quarterback. Yesterday, Case Keenum was 17 of 30 for 165. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Jared Goff could do that. Slightly more than 50% of his passes for 165 yards. If you're calling the same plays for Jared Goff that you're calling for Case Keenum, this would be virtually identical. Because they don't throw the ball down the field. They, they don't. Jared Goff could throw these little short little underneath passes. Would Jared Goff turn it over a few times? Yeah, probably. Would you lose? Yeah, probably. You're going to lose anyway. Like the, the idea that this team is somehow going to – they're 4-5. and five. The Seahawks just beat the Patriots. You're not, the Seahawks are winning this division. They're the best team. You're not getting a wild-card team. This is some 7-9 and nine bull blank, which you've been saying all season long that you weren't going to be. It's exactly what it is. Come on, man. Just pull the trigger. Because if nothing else, even if Case Keenum might be slightly better now, two things are going to happen if you put him in there. Number one, you're going to get some information on where you are with Jared Goff, whether he's good, great, spectacular, terrible, something. We're going to get a read on that somehow. And secondarily, it's a reason to turn on the game. That was dreadful yesterday. Dreadful. Nine to six. Nine to six. The, the, the Rams' point totals this season have been 
Unbelievable. I mean, I'm pulling them up right now. I'm going to read you the amount of points that they've scored this season, and you tell me if this sounds like a team that you want to watch. They've scored zero in the opening game against San Francisco. Zero against San Francisco, who, God save the Browns, are the worst team in the NFL. They scored nine in a win against Seattle. Somehow, someway, they put up 37 against Tampa, uh, and good for them. They scored 17 against Arizona, 19 against Buffalo, 28 against Detroit, 10 against the Giants, 10 against Carolina, and 9 yesterday. That's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 times in 9 games where you've scored 10 points or fewer, and the quarterback has nothing to do with it. Okay. Look, when Todd Gurley finally gets around to killing himself because he can't play for this team anymore, Jeff Fisher's going to have some of that on his hands because the fact of the matter is the reason Todd Gurley can't get going – well, let me rephrase. One of the reasons Todd Gurley can't get going is because they know that no one's going to throw the ball down the field. They're not going to do it. You know why they're not going to do it? Because they can't. Asking Case Keenum to throw the ball down the field would be the equivalent of asking me to build a barbecue, giving me directions in Mandarin Chinese. I couldn't do it. I don't know. I, I can't do it. I'm incapable of decoding what it is that's telling me to do. That's what you're doing, asking Case Keenum to try and score points in the NFL. Guys, he was an undrafted free agent who was let go by the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans have – I'm going to count the good quarterbacks that the Houston Texans have had in the entire existence of that franchise. Ready? I'm finished. No one ever. Case Keenum went in there. The Texans of all teams said, you know what, dude? You're a nice guy. We like you a lot. You got to get out of here because you suck at playing quarterback. And you know what the Rams did? We'll take him over here. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. That's the guy that you have standing in the way of your number one overall draft pick. All right. If that's how you want to do it. Let me tell you about our buddies at SeatGeek. You've probably done this already, but what you need to do is you need to get to SeatGeek and you need to put it on your phone. Go to the App Store, your Google Play Store, whatever it is, and put the SeatGeek app on your phone. Once you get there, open it up and tap on sports. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm looking at the Clippers right now. The Clippers have a game coming up against the Brooklyn Nets tonight. You've got a million different things going on here in L.A., and SeatGeek's got your ticket to all of it because it's not just their tickets. What it is is it's everybody's tickets. They put them all in one place so you can compare them to all the other tickets online, and you don't have to keep everything straight. The Clippers have tickets from $4 available. The Ducks have tickets from $12 available. The Lakers tickets from 24 bucks, the Kings from 23 bucks, anything that you can think of. And it's not just sports. There's concerts, there's events, there's all sorts of things that are going on here in town. Like, for instance, Temple of the Dog with Fantastic Negrito. That's coming up on November 14th. That's today. You could go see that tonight, courtesy of SeatGeek. And what they're going to do, too, when you buy that first SeatGeek ticket, when you type in your promo code LORAMS, something that you should be doing all along, LORAMS, they're going to hook you up with a $20 rebate. They're going to make sure that you have a great experience. they got the maps of the venues. They've got the dots on the maps. Green dots mean pretty good deal relative to the tickets that are on the market. Red dot means, you know what, somebody's asking a little too much for that. You're going to want to have to really think twice if you're going to do that. SeatGeek does all the work for you. Go check it out. Put it on your phone. L-O-R-A-M-S is your promo card, promo code, I should say, and they're going to hook you up with a $20 rebate on that first purchase. Lupe Fiasco is playing from now through the 23rd at the Riverside Municipal Auditorium. Who doesn't want to see Lupe Fiasco? I know I do. 
All right, last thought, and this is probably the most depressing thing that I'm going to say all year, and keep in mind that I already said that the Rams winning 9-6 to was the worst football game I've ever seen. Johnny Hecker, the Rams punter, is their best player not named Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's their best player. Aaron Donald is an all-pro. Aaron Donald blows stuff up, and he is having a great season. It's not easy to see if you're just watching the ball like most of us do, but if you watch him on plays here or there, he's just taking care of business just about every single time. Johnny Hecker, their punter, is their next best player because Johnny Hecker flipped the field. He had a, he had a 78-yard punt yesterday. It went 85 yards in the air. He flipped the field. Instead of the Rams being pinned in their own end, he put the Jets back in their own end. They flipped the field. They ended up getting another field goal and ended up winning the game right there. Johnny Hecker has been great. He can drop those punts inside the 10. He can bomb it when he needs to bomb it. Because he can pass, he's actually a threat to do some fake plays, which Jeff Fisher will drop on you every once in a while. But the reality of their punter being their second best player tells you what you need to know about this team. And they've got to start playing Jared Goff. They've got to figure out a way to upgrade the talent around Jared Goff coming into next season because while they're still mathematically alive, it's a wrap. This team is not going to the playoffs. They, they're going to finish with exactly that 7-9 and nine bull blank record that Jeff Fisher was talking about. And he may or may not get that extension that's been rumored for, I don't know, two and a half, three months now. This team is just not talented enough on that. On defense, they're fantastic. You know what we'll do? We'll do that tomorrow. We're going we're gonna to do a positive Locked on Rams tomorrow about the defense and about how they've been certainly carrying their share of water for this team. But that offense is going nowhere, which means Jared Goff should be playing. And Jeff Fisher, quite frankly, doesn't care what I think, you think, or anyone else thinks because he's going to do it the way that he wants to do it. And, well, he's been a head coach in the NFL for more than 20 years, so what do I know? other than Jared Goff should be playing. All right, that's going to do it for Locked on Rams. We'll see you next time. You are Locked on Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. Hey, Locked On listeners, you already love our network of NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fantasy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fantasy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network.